0: The cat has not died. The
1: cat's doing great. The roaches are great. The mice are great. <laughs>
0: yeah, the animals are great. The humans, not so, not so much. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. non-crimes. My name is New York City Griff.
1: Ooh, and I'm New York City Kira. Yay.
0: Guess who's together, petty criminals? Yay. The two of us were in the same city.
1: <laughs> we're, we're not just in the same city. We're in my new apartment. The movers are not here yet. We're like in my bedroom. Um, it, It's it's we'll send a picture. Yeah we'll send,
0: yeah, we'll send a picture of where we are. We're in her a new space. I, I got a taste of her new life last night. This is all very exciting and I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> it's very cool that we're back together.
1: Yay! We had that.
0: We just took it for granted when we were both in the same city for so long and now it's. This is just so nice. Yay. Yeah. This is how it's supposed to be. Come back to me. <laughs> um Kira, how's New York been? I mean, this is my first time visiting you. I haven't visited New York in a year. Um, yeah. it's a great weekend to visit. It's beautiful.
1: Um yeah, it's New York is amazing. I'm I'm loving it. I'm happy to be here. I'm um I am on an emotional roller coaster <laughs> week to week. Um but it's, um, I'm happy to be on the coaster. I've, I've never been so happy.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is a roller coaster a lot of people wait in line for, but not everyone meets the height requirement, if you will. And now that you're on it, it's like intense, um, but it's really cool to watch you Scream from the car of the roller coaster. Oh,
1: thanks, <laughs> thanks for expounding on the metaphor. No, give me a
0: metaphor any day, baby. I will expound. Okay, um, tell
1: me about your New York weekend. How you been?
0: It's been great. The weather—it's a very brisk seventy degrees. It's been this way for the whole weekend, um, which honestly, I was expecting a little bit of cooler weather, but I think I'll get that when I go up to my uh, my parents' farm. But yeah, this weekend's been beautiful. The, the leaves are literally falling as you walk on the streets. The colors are beautiful, the pace is just refreshing, the people are a lot more just I don't know. Just they're just different. Um it's been really nice being back here and remembering that the East Coast has some awesome features to it.
1: Can I ask how has it been having a car-free weekend?
0: Oh, interesting. It's been nice. The subway is disgusting, but it's very it's very efficient. Like I got to your spot from my where I'm staying with my friend very quickly and it's just it just makes sense. Like yeah. it, it's just very streamlined and um, having a car now in LA makes me feel um, like powerful. And like, I can take LA by the horns instead of it kind of um, taking me mm-hmm. For, and the New York, you have built in ability to do that. So it just seems a lot more attainable.
1: Yeah. The subway,
0: but it is quite disgusting.
1: Oh yeah. It's crazy down there. Yeah. Absolutely. Nuts. Doighty,
0: doighty, but um, and all the, like getting used to like the amount of people you see, we've talked about this on episodes prior, like, you're not always interacting with strangers as much in LA because like we've said, you've gone from apartment to car to work to car to apartment. And um, here it's like, you just have to be mindful of so many other people's space, which is really cool. Yeah. It's like definitely more of a community.
1: It's actually something that I like about New York. I like having a lot of like micro interactions, like at the bodega on your walk. Mm -hmm. like, Oh, um, keying in to enter the building for work on the way up. Hi to the interns. Like, I really enjoy seeing more people. Yeah. It, uh, it's energizing to me. For sure. It, it's
0: very different than what I do in LA. Um, it's nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you hear that New York City siren?
0: This isn't even a added on sound bit from our editors. This is mm-hmm. IRL New York City. Yeah,
1: we can hold for it.
0: Um, it's just nice to be back. And it's great to see you.
1: Hey, it's great to see you.
0: And timely with our reunion in New York, our case is a little New York centric, right? It is
1: so New York centric. Griff picked this case. It's such a good one. (laughs) And I'm so excited to present it. So yeah, Griff has previewed a tiny bit of Mm -hmm. this case, but pretty soon we will be in uncharted territory for
0: you. Yeah. I like briefly looked over it. I was like, oh, this will be perfect for my, my visit. I put it in Kira's folder and... And we're here today doing it now. And so I'm excited to revisit it and just interweave
1: some thoughts on New York City. Yeah, I can say this is a doozy of a petty crime. It's a really, really good one. Maybe it'll be like a little bit on the longer side. Well, we'll see. And... I would say it's zero teacups, but a thousand on the fun and petty score.
0: Hey, a good sweet spot for us to be in.
1: Yay. You ready?
0: I'm ready. Buckle up, everyone.
1: (laughs) Our email begins. Hey, Kieran Griff, forever listener, first time writer. I've got a pretty unusual name. I feel ya. So let's just say I'm Effie. Effie. (laughs) Effie. (laughs) So back in 690 BCE, AKA 2002, I started my freshman year of college at my dream school in New York city.
0: Oh, college in New York. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: The school didn't have a traditional campus. So I lived in an apartment with three tiny bedrooms with loft beds, a small kitchen and living area. It was technically on campus housing, but just like in a building with some units that were residential, not students, and then some students.
0: Okay. That reminds me of BC versus BU. When I toured, I was like, I want a campus. I don't want a stretch of real estate. So I'm getting like, maybe this might be like a NYU sit or Columbia or. Yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, there's no no other option in New York. You're in like a massive city. It's not going to. Oh, yeah. Big big campus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 There's no right. There's no like um, (laughs) University of Central Park. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, oh, interesting. A building with like non college people, and I assume she's with like a handful of roommates.
1: Yes, exactly. These girls are 18 and experiencing freedom for the first time in New York. <laughs> but they have one roommate, Charity, who's clearly more interested in the New York City partying part of being there than the college part. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it begins. <laughs> <laughs> At first, it didn't really matter that Charity was drunk and high all of the time (laughs) because she was usually friendly, but it quickly started to affect the group. We'd agreed on a rotating chore chart to keep the bathroom and kitchen clean. And this was more important than your average dorm because we had roaches and mice. But Charity refused to help with any cleaning and frequently left food out, making the problem even worse instead of slightly better. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know... New York City kind of squalor, poorish student, complete with roaches and mice. Yeah. I would be uh, I'd be rabid about my roommates keeping things clean. If like the baseline moving in, there's already those with a clean apartment, I would be, we'd have to double down.
1: Yeah. Ugh. You see a roach and there's food left out. You're like, well, it's our fault.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're bringing them. We're feeding them. Okay, so chore chart, we talked about that, too. I think maybe in a criminal or minimal. We have. In the case of roaches and mice, you've got to have a chore chore chart.
1: And you know what? I think college roommates, there's five girls or, you know, wait, there's, yeah, a few few girls living together. Mm -hmm. I'm like, use a chore chart. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But Charity's not participating. (laughs) (laughs) Charity then started running low on money, according to her.
0: Okay. Hmm. Put a pin in that. Yeah, she's she's maybe... Partying and spending beyond the yeah. limit. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: This is, you know, when people in college are like, I'm so poor. People at BC yeah. used to say that. And yeah. I was like, you're not. You're not. Poor.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, as you, your mommy and daddy's credit card.
1: Yeah. You're just low on spending money. Yeah. Let's not use the word poor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but anyway. Um, but Charity can spend continued spending what must have been a fortune on clubbing and drugs. Since she had no money, she started eating everyone else's food. <laughs> we asked her not to, but she told us that sharing food isn't a, is a normal part of being a roommate. <laughs> well,
0: Kara, what do you think about that? Because we've we've talked about sharing. I think one of our last episodes was very based on sharing in the chemistry lab.
1: Yes, we have talked about this. I am a rather cavalier person about <laughs> sharing something that I've worked on. But I will say, I see it as a two-way street, and Charity's... You, she's driving yeah. down a one-way yep, street. Yeah, she's driving
0: down a one-way, probably going the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, she's eating their food, and she has none to offer.
0: Yeah. I have thoughts on that. Like, don't... I just... Yeah. That's not an assumed thing that roommates can do. No. It's sharing. And we've talked about it. We probably don't need to go into it, but Charity is already oh. starting from a place of annoyance. Mm, okay.
1: Well said. <laughs> She's also not putting dishes in the sink. She's leaving them out again with the roaches. <sighs> yeah. Once she put a dirty chili-covered knife into my cream cheese. Ew. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not a euphemism, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I marked a question here, Griff. What? <laughs> what do you think Charity was eating that she needed chili and cream cheese?
0: I bet with a a knife my goodness charity well I like a sour cream with my chili sometimes I don't know why you'd be eating chili with a a knife
1: She's getting the cream cheese
0: Yeah maybe she's um she stirred the chili that she has she's like oh we don't have sour cream but my roommate um what was her name again Effie has cream cheese and that's close to sour cream so she just scoop I'm getting like really angry already. She didn't even think to like rinse off the knife and she substituted the cream cheese or the sour cream for cream cheese. That's that's where my imagination goes.
1: Yeah. Also, you're right. I hadn't clocked. What was the knife doing in the chili? Yeah.
0: She's probably stirring it to warm it up because she doesn't know how to use a spoon because she's charity. And yeah, she probably just like, I want some cream cheese in this to cream it up.
1: We have Yucky. to. We simply have to move on.
0: Yeah, we simply <laughs> have to. Yeah. We have to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, Effie <laughs> was allergic to something in the chili and ended up having an allergic reaction <gasps> and had to go to the emergency room.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Worst, worst case scenario. Worst
1: case scenario. Yeah. Chili knife went in her cream cheese. She wasn't expecting it. Something in the chili. She had to take the train to the hospital because she was a college freshman and she hadn't clocked the fact that she should probably get an ambulance. And she wasn't thinking she could afford it. So she took the train while going.
0: Oh my God. While well, like choking, we, which we've talked about. Like uh, we've talked, we've had a case entirely surrounded by our surrounding the need to get an ambulance, but the expense of it. You're not a medical professional. So you're like, maybe I can make it like, that's interesting that this has come up again. Um, and really awful of charity to assume she knew that she had an allergy.
1: I, I I'm going to give her the benefit on that.
0: Maybe it wasn't discussed.
1: I don't think. Yeah. I feel like there's a lack of communication. Across yeah. The-
0: Cause like being sloppy and disrespectful is different than like killing someone, oh, like yeah. doing something neglectful that is going to put you at da- in danger. 100. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they sh- charity didn't apologize, <laughs> but, um, she also did not stop um, eating their food. <laughs> so, Great. <laughs> no resolution on chili knife, but again, we have to move on. Yeah, dude. Charity's
0: really given us a lot of tough cause pause.
1: Yeah. One day, Charity came home with a Tiffany-style lamp hmm? that she'd spent over 100 bucks on. But simultaneously during the lamp trip, she lost her apartment key. So for the duration of the semester, she would turn the deadbolt to keep the door open. While she (gasps) left the building so she could come and go.
0: So she would just have the door unlocked as she left, like, when she was out. Fully. Fully.
1: Like, not just unlocked, but, like, visibly open. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cracked. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's really scary. Like, New York is, I mean, you know, New York is a big city. Any big city has, like, assumed crime. And that's really scary. And so, Charity seems giving me anxiety. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, wait, the Tiffany lamp. So she's complaining about her budget and she goes out and buys a $100 Tiffany lamp.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't buy Tiffany lamps if you're poor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I have nothing to say about that. We must move on. We simply must (laughs) move on. Um. Yeah. And again, this building, many different units, there's no security guard. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And so the, the other roommates and Effie would come home and the door would be open all the time, which was terrifying. Their apartment was way back in this isolated corner near the emergency stairs, not on the main hall. So there's always an element of discomfort with this being so isolated. And now the door is unlocked. Ugh. They told Charity that this wasn't safe and that she needed to get a new key, but she said she couldn't afford one.
0: As she has the Tiffany lamp in her hand. Mm
1: -hmm. She's got the Tiffany lamp, the drugs, the clubbing, the alcohol, (laughs) but no food and no new apartment key. Could we have pulled together and bought? Oh, I'm sorry, but what's with this? I can't afford a key.
0: Yeah, key, like a key replacement's like a few dollars.
1: Yeah, and, and maybe this is some campus key and it's going to be 20. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit, I do have to point out that these girls are 18 years old. Yeah. And this is a little bit, you are getting swept up in the pettiness Mm -hmm. and being like, she has to get a new key. And she's like, I can't get a new key. Somebody go buy the fucking key. Yeah.
0: When we used to lose our like BC IDs that tapped us into our building, that was not a few dollars. It was like $30 to replace your card. Yeah. But again, still 30 versus 100, which is the cost of your Tiffany lamp, apparently. Yeah. Um, your Tiffany lamp, I'm sure, is lovely and casts great lighting in your room. <laughs> but like your key is going to protect you from home invaders and will be, we'll say at most $30. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, like the 18 year old, like it's just crazy to think that some people don't have like their ducks in a row. In a way that thinks like your priority should be the key, not the going out, the drugs, the, the lamp. Just again, like we've talked about this. You have to figure out a lot to live with these strangers up like at the get go. And it's, this is worst case scenario. Roommate, roommate wise.
1: Also like charity is clearly challenging roommate. Mm -hmm. If you were Effie or one of the other girls, would you have bought just caved and bought charity a new key for your own safety? Yeah,
0: I think exactly. I think when she's now making, Choices that are affecting my safety, I I have to step in and make sure that I'm safe. And if that costs me a little bit of money, it's worth it because I don't I don't want someone waiting in my room for me as I come home. Yeah. Um. So I'll do it, and I will not be happy about it, and I will have choice words with Charity. Yeah. But I will do it because you have to nip it in the bud. And if she's yeah. not going to do it, I have to protect me and my other roommates as well.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. um Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah, we'll have to think about that when we think of all of these players.
1: But for now. We simply must (laughs) must move on. (laughs) (laughs) So she's not cleaning. She's eating all the food. She leaves out food and dirty dishes, attracting roaches. We have to clean up. The door's hanging open in New York City. But the problem was that the rest of us were just unbearably uptight, according to charity. Mm -hmm. They finally talked to an RA about the issue, and the RA basically blew it off.
0: Yeah, because the RA is like, 2 years older than you.
1: Yeah, the RA is a 19 and a half year old going, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saving a 1000 bucks a semester.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and housing, yep. <sighs> <laughs> just going to a kegger this weekend. I want to <laughs> I want to see Justine and kiss yeah,
1: her. Yeah. like, oh, no nobody's died. Yeah. Ugh, I don't care. Also
0: too, like charity calling them uptight. Like charity seems to really live in a like below average um perspective level. So anyone that has any kind of rule to charity will be uptight. I.e. like a chores chart or even being like, can you lock the door when you come back? For someone like charity, it's like, you're asking me the world. Mm-hmm. Like, like get off my jock. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm just asking you to lock the door. Yeah. But yeah, she lived in a different world clearly.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um one evening Charity God. showed up with a handsome young homeless man <laughs> she'd met on the street. Oh. Their common interest was drugs. Oh, and she'd God. met him on the street and brought him over to spend the night. There was no discussion about our level of comfort with a person so untraceable yep. staying the night. I think untraceable is a good a good word yeah. and a good yep. way to put that. That's, I like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, In fact, overnight guests weren't even something we ever discussed or needed to discuss up to that point. For whatever reason, no one had had an overnight guest during the semester. Again, the loft beds.
0: Yeah, exactly. Complication.
1: Yeah. But Charity literally met him on the street. They got high together. And then he came up to have sex and stay over. Her bedroom roommate was so scared that she slept in my room. Wow. Wow. Effie does say, I mean, he was legitimately very handsome. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a breaking point for the rest of us. Okay, I like that.
0: Um, A hot homeless guy, uh, worth noting. That's next level. That is like, I mean, I would say you can't write this shit, but like, here we are reading it. Um, Yeah. That's really scary. Because, I mean, like. Sexiling someone in a normal circumstance, right? Like with a classmate that you know or a friend.
1: A classmate.
0: Is awkward and annoying because you're forcing your direct roommate to, you know, sleep on the couch in the common room or um, there's just like there's politics behind that, right? Um, And it relies on communication and trust in a way. So to bring a complete stranger, but not only that, someone who's displaced and untraceable, as she said, into your space is like very reckless. and yeah, and your women like it's just really scary. Charity, I I would have to like I wonder what our protagonist is going to do cuz this is this would be my full breaking point.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I um I mean like I I it's tough not to get into this like without, you know, there's like layers of stigma around like people who are unhoused, but mm-hmm. I think it's perfectly fair for these 18-year-olds to be like I'm this is I don't feel safe. Totally.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's just not, regardless of their situation, bringing a stranger into your space is uh cause for caution. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, uh, just a complete yep. random unknown person. Totally.
0: That you've just, according to the story, gotten high with as well. Holy cow.
1: We're, Too much. Yeah. Too much. Safe to say we're well beyond betting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is borderline like crime. <laughs> <laughs> crime, crime. Crime, crime. crime, crime.
1: <laughs> um so the roommates talked and agreed unanimously that we needed to go above the useless ra and get help
0: yes so i guess like the rd we had like a resident assistant and then a resident director at bc so i would probably go
1: to the rd ding 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 okay. exactly they wrote a letter explaining about the insanity of the door being left open and asked that she be removed from our apartment and placed elsewhere because we all get along and didn't want to be split up. And she was endangering us and had not been responsive to our repeated pleas about the safety issues She's causing sounds beyond fair to me. Totally. Yep. And this is where the institution of
0: the college has to like, in- like investigate this um, Yeah. because it's dangerous. You've, yeah, they filed something, so it's it's the institution's responsibility to, like, figure it out. Hunted. You're paying too much money for this to happen. Adults, in air quotes, need to step in.
1: Yeah. All three of the other roommates read and signed the letter before I sent it. Effie sends the letter. I don't remember where the letter was sent, but it went. Quite a time passed. We all finished finals. And then about a week before the semester ends, Effie gets a call from home that her cat is sick. And so she's got to leave early. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yep. Go take care of your cat. So after this, so now Effie's home a week early, gets a call from one of the other roommates. We'll call her Sarah. Okay. That the school has called a meeting of the roommates. Okay. And Effie's like, I'm home. Yeah. Because of my sick cat. Okay. The meeting happens. Charity Cries, and long story short, all the other roommates basically scapegoat Effie, Mm. our protagonist, and say she wrote the letter. We didn't have. It wasn't really us.
0: Oh, my God. So they threw her under the bus. They threw her under the bus. Because Effie took charge. Oh, and she wasn't there.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Freshman year.
0: Okay, so they had the meeting. Effie's not there because she's home. Hopefully taking care of her still alive cat. Maybe it maybe it died.
1: Oh, yeah. We didn't get an update on the cat, but we'll just assume that cat's doing great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just to add some positivity into yeah. this episode. I, I think we <laughs> need it. The cat has not died.
1: <laughs> the cat's doing great. The roaches are great. The mice. are
0: great. <laughs> yeah, the animals are great. The humans, not so <laughs> not much. Not so much. Okay, so she's home. They called a meeting. She can't make it. And in this meeting, her roommates basically say... They throw on their bus. They say, this has been Effie's initiative. We don't actually care.
1: Yeah. To quote Effie, um, apparently Charity cried in the meeting. And I think my roommates being decent and kind people felt bad, even though Charity had been horrible to them for months. And it was easy to throw me under the bus because I wasn't there.
0: Yep. Oh, I will say crying can be such a powerful disarming tool because it, and I've, I've I'm very close with people who do this they get emotional because they can't like go into the territory of being accused of something or they don't have the rationale to be like, this is why I'm behaving this way. Or, you know, this is inexcusable." I'm sorry. I assume that charity didn't apologize. She just started crying, which will, and she got it, redirect people's intention with her to the extent that these girls have now thrown their friend and roommate under the bus. So it's very manipulative. Um, but also like charity reading into what she's, as, you know, an incoming freshman, the drug situation, the money thing, like, she's clearly dealing with something in the wrong ways. Um, so I'm not saying the tears are not justified by what she's feeling. It's just I'm very cautious of people when they throw tears at me because it's like, let's stay focused on what we're meeting about. Yeah. We've let a strange man into our apartment um, who's been high. You continue to leave our door unlocked. You have almost killed me with chili. <laughs> like, stay focused, Charity. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So the way this all ended up getting oh, resolved is it's there's truly like too much to unpack. Yeah. Yep. Um the way this ends up getting resolved is that Charity of her own accord decides to move out. Okay. Gets new roommates, she gets like, you know, relocated or whatever. The school doesn't force it, she decides to.
0: Okay, that's nice. Point for Charity. Mm-hmm.
1: And she unloads on her new roommates about how Effie bullied. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And when Effie comes back to school the following semester, her own roommates are acting really awkward. Mm -hmm. And she's being frequently accosted by Charity's new friends.
0: Jesus.
1: And Effie, in the end, decided to leave the school completely two weeks into the new semester. Oh
0: my gosh. This is insane. I know. Wow. It's forced her. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, what was Effie expecting coming back? Not, this is not her fault, obviously, but her roommates just kind of drew a line in the sand regarding their friendship and throwing her under the bus. So like you were the anxiety of coming back from whatever break you had Mm -hmm. must've been high because you, how do you deal with people that just, like, short stick to you.
1: I don't know. Yeah. So
0: that's going to be innately awkward. It's really shitty that Charity is now spreading like negative PR on Effie. Yeah. About a situation that obviously she had to speak up about. It. That wasn't her fault. Um, and then now Charity's new friends are starting to like bully Effie on campus. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. People are mean. I can't help but think of like my mom always talking about fourth grade girls, that like breaking point where it becomes very complex socially. Mm. um, It's just like some kind of, I don't know. It's some part of like puberty or adulthood, but these are full college kids. It just, that's like really mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And with charity, I mean, we've kind of like sort of just like in the background, there's been her relationship with substances Mm. Yeah. I I don't know. I think there's, you know.
0: Well, I mean like thankfully I didn't have any experiences like this at college. I too fresh from the farm would have been like, "Mommy, come get
1: me." Oh god, yeah. Pick like,
0: me up, yeah, I'm scared. I
1: I I totally understand why Effie did that.
0: Yeah. I didn't have the best experience with my freshman year roommate, but it was nothing like cinematic like this. Um or like just overly dramatic. We definitely had to figure out how to cohabitate coming from completely different worlds. And we did, but I do in terms of like the not, I was not around a lot of drug use in college, thankfully, but there's obviously people getting acclimated with drinking because the partying culture is present Mm -hmm. at most colleges, whether you choose to do it or not, that's up to you. But so many kids with their anxiety of being freshmen with the, like the, the nerves of acclimating to a new place, like they take it out on, alcohol, which is what I saw in my freshman year experience, oh, yeah. which obviously leads you to do stupid shit. Um, and that's the case with adults, too. Um, So it's just charity, like I said, is clearly going through something. From my perspective, substances very rarely help with the clarity of figuring out where you're going through and where you need to end up. Mm-hmm. It just leads to chaos like what we're fucking reading right now. Yeah, it's I am. Yeah, I mean, we'll get it. We'll get into it with the like verdicts, but it's it's tough.
1: Um, speaking of, do you, do you think it's ready to go to verdict? I think we
0: just for the sake of people's time with their ears, like we should probably tick through the players and just figure out where people
1: let's do it.
0: Um, Um,
1: okay. I'm going to try to go in ascending order of importance. Okay. Starting with the RA
0: (laughs) guilty. Um, also like, again, like 19 and a half years old, 20. Uh, guilty, but like, and I think too, when you come in as a freshman, you expect the RAs to be these wise, Mm -hmm. like I remember my RA, he was literally two years older than us. And I just thought he was so, he was like an adult. In reality, he's still a college kid. So guilty for not taking any action at all, obviously. Um, I think if I were talking to any freshman, I'd be like, don't put, don't invest too much in your RA in terms of like, Maybe how they're going to help. If you have a great one, amazing, but like you have to recognize they're still a a college kid too.
1: Yeah, go to your RA for advice. But if you have a housing Mm. issue, go to a resident director or hire. Yep,
0: I signing off on that. Yep, perfect.
1: Um, cool. RA, a little bit guilty. A little bit bit guilty. guilty but mostly of just being a child leading other children, (laughs) being a child leader. Yeah. Um, Also like the RA ignoring the food complaints. I'm a little bit like, yeah, yeah, whatever shitty roommate. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the door of it all. Yeah. And the unhoused guest of it all.
0: And I'm sure in the, we're like going down a rabbit hole with RA, but my final point with them is I'm sure in their training as you know, older children as well, their uh, employers are like, Just so you know, these kids are very new to this environment. They're literally 18, 19 years old. So they're going to have complaints out the wazoo because they're just kind of freaking out about this new situation. So take things with a grain of salt. But like, you also still have to like count the salt you're given and Mm. maybe take some initiative. So, um, you know, boy or girl who cried wolf is very common in freshman year. Yeah. This is obviously a case where the wolf was very hungry. (laughs) I got to relax with the metaphors today. I'm sorry, everyone. Something about New York is bringing it out of me.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Okay, on to the next. Effie's cat. Guilty?
0: <laughs> Wait, what was Effie's... Oh, for getting sick.
1: Getting sick and calling her away. Yeah. It seemed like it really
0: caused some issues. It was selfish. Honestly. Honestly. The ca- I mean, cats are notoriously selfish. We love them because of it. But yeah, I find her guilty for pulling her out. I mean, because if she were present... Truly, if she were present, I don't think her roommates would have had the, the balls to. This all would have gone down 100%. differently. So, yeah, the cat's guilty.
1: Cat's guilty. And so are my cats for um, meowing this entire podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, let's go to Effie's roommates. The three girls will group them together. Mm-hmm. Where do they stand?
0: I mean, I will say guilty on a few accounts, guilty for. It didn't, it seemed like Effie was leading the charge. And I guess in a group, someone has to, but like guilty for not maybe co-partnering with them with uh, Effie as much with charity. I mean, it's like a 4v1 or like a 3v1 mm-hmm. situation. They, The three, how many of them? Like three or two of them.
1: Yeah, I can't clock it. Like, I think there's five in total.
0: They're like waiting for someone who is Effie to do something about the situation. So guilty for that. Incredibly guilty for throwing her under the bus because she was not present. And I don't know why they'd be, like, butthurt. That I I get them being like, oh, she's not. She she wrote this out. She had a sign that she's leading the charge, and she's not even here. That is a little bit annoying. Obviously, that's why we found the cat guilty. But I don't think that's cause to like fully throw her under the bus.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. The only explanation I have is like girls at this age being liked is so important to them. That they just want to be liked by whoever's in front of them. Yep. And Effie's out of the meeting and Charity's there
0: crying. Yeah.
1: They, yep. yep. They fell for and it. And
0: for sure. Like, I guess, like, they also de escalated the situation by blaming someone who was not there, which is helpful, right? There's not, it's really going to calm things down. Not the right move. Uh, I don't really know what a better, I mean, I guess the better approach would have been like just stop doing it and apologize. Um, so I get that, like it's sometimes worth de-escalating the situation, especially when someone gets very emotional. But just super uncalled to like fully like tarnish charity for it, or excuse me, Effie for it.
1: Yeah, they abandoned. So yeah, guilty,
0: guilty, guilty. guilty.
1: Yep. yep, yep. Bingo. Okay, next. Let's go next to Effie. Mm-hmm. What, is Effie guilty of anything?
0: Find <laughs> <laughs> her guilty of being allergic to chili. <laughs>
1: I'm like, what in the chili? Maybe
0: it's a, an allium allergy. Oftentimes, there's onions in chili. Yeah, I'm a doctor. Um, <laughs> I nothing guilty wise is jumping out at F. I mean, we joke that she like left to take care of her cat, and in my mind, it's. I mean, I live very far away from my college, so I couldn't just go home to. I, I mean, if it was maybe if it was my dog. She's also so new off of her like home experience that her cats and her dogs are probably still so like important. Mm -hmm. She spent 18 years with them, we'll say. So it does like pull the heartstrings a little bit more freshman year. Um I don't I don't find Effie guilty of anything.
1: And Mm -hmm. just to clarify, do you find Effie guilty for quitting on college (gasps) two weeks into the new semester?
0: I don't find her guilty. I've never I've never gone through a bullying situation that has put me in an emotional state where I don't feel like I belong. I know so many people do. um, And I just can't fathom what that feels like. Um, It's really scary and, and dark and sad to be pushed into that imposter. I don't have like a, and we've talked about this in episodes, like home centric ones. Like if, your campus experience isn't going well. At least sometimes you have your dorm to come back to, mm-hmm. which renders a lot of freshman uh, students as recluses. But she doesn't even have that because now her roommates have a weird taste for her. So I don't find her guilty of pulling herself out of that. I find it really um, like a very big decision. And it's I wonder if they went back, if Effie went back to school or um, obviously- I if,
1: think transferred. Okay.
0: Um, college isn't the end all be all by any means. I live in LA. I, I've learned that, but- Um, I can't find her guilty for pulling herself out of a very toxic situation domestically in her dorm. And then also it seems like Charity's new friends are finding her on campus and bullying her. Like, you want me to stay in this? Yeah. Um, I guess there's, you could have fought back a little bit, but who's your tribe to help you fight back?
1: I, I hear your perspective. Mine is different. Ooh. I wish that Effie had stuck it out. Yeah. She picked this college for a reason. She wanted to be there. Ultimately, these six girls, the old roommates and then Charity's new ones, those are not her people. I kind of wish Effie's guardians had Mm. recommended that she find her tribe. What are you passionate about? Effie, acapella, whatever. Join that. That's your group. Let's find you new people or... I I don't know. I feel like these six girls drove her out and that makes me sad.
0: Yeah. And I I hear that point. Like these are six girls out of, we'll assume like a couple thousand people, um, girls, boys, whatever. You're right. But freshman year, it's like, I remember thinking not getting along with my roommate as well as some of my others. Like they were best friends and we were having some issues and me being like, is this what college is going to be like all four years? Mm. Because I didn't have the perspective to think otherwise. But I obviously maybe had the, um, again, I wasn't being bullied. So I was able to kind of pull myself out of the situation and like be kind of objective. Yeah. I was like, no, this is just a shitty, like uh, hopefully singular situation. They're putting strangers together. That's going to happen. I have to stick it out. And you're right. Like, I mean, it was an expensive investment to be there. And yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I see both sides for sure. That's really, that's really sad.
1: But make no mistake, we are Team Effie.
0: Team Effie, yeah. Uh, Yeah, very, very much Team Effie. And we do sympathize with your cat. I hope you're not thinking we're cat haters. Yeah, (laughs) we We literally could not be the opposite. Yeah, we're far from. (laughs) We've got cats clawing out the door to be with us right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Time to uh, really examine this charity case.
0: (laughs) Title of the episode, Maybe.
1: um what is what is she guilty of what is she not?
0: I'm gonna start with not because it'll just be a shorter time commitment okay. um <laughs> not guilty for whatever she's going through that she's coping she's trying to cope with in her substance use in her like out uh what's it called like her behavior kind of um she's exploring something. she is she's going through something and she's just found the wrong or she's found a way to kind of like um, mask it. I I see her as someone who's at, like asking for help, but in a very disruptive and destructive way, which is not my vibe. But I, it's some people aren't good at uh, sitting down, apologizing, sitting down, being like, "I'm going through this. I need help. This is not an explanation for my behavior, but like this is probably what's caused it." Um, so I understand that not everyone can be as verbal and like clear with what they're going through. But I also understand that people that choose to use excuses to like convey their emotions in a destructive way it's also just not it's not acceptable um so I don't find her guilty for whatever she's going through. obviously she's not writing the the crime in, so we don't know what she's going through yeah. if anything um Is there anything else I don't find her guilty for? I think that's about it. like literally everything else is guilty the like <laughs> the usage of food um the like Keeping the space not very clean, um, the disrespect with that. Bringing a strange displaced person into your home. Yep. Um, guilty. Uh, I mean the door. The door. My gosh, the unlocked door across hours and hours in New York City. Insanely
1: Insane. guilty.
0: Um, and you brought up the point like this. Assumingly, is not a building with like certain barriers of entrance, like a doorman or woman, or like a, a double key in kind of foyer um so yeah that that's really scary literally like how many horror movies will add to our instagram highlight how many horror movies are people breaking in and doing stuff bad um so super guilty for that i don't find her guilty for like maybe crying as much i think that's a distraction technique like i said in the meeting
1: i i mean i think she i just overwhelming i think she was just quick to tear she got caught yeah I yeah. I don't even know that she necessarily had the wherewithal to like conjure those tears. I think they I think they were readily there.
0: I think they were probably authentic and what she was feeling because it is a seemingly overwhelming for everyone present except maybe the RD <laughs> who's just like what the hell is happening. Yeah. Um, and I would be more inclined to be like, you know what, those are that's your feelings. Like I'm I sympathize with you. Maybe those weren't a tactic if she hadn't then gone to her new friends and sold. Charity under the uh, excuse me, um, Effie under the bus so quickly. Yeah, it just seems like there wasn't a lot of empathy with that. It seems to me like she was being a little manipulative. Um, um yeah, and then very quickly was like, Hey, new friends, guess what bitch caused me to do this? Guilty, so guilty. Yep, and super guilty of that. And I find her friends maybe like a f- final consideration. I don't know that I, if you came out of a situation freshman year, we knew each other mm-hmm. and you were like, you know, this person, I mean, depending on the situation, of course, but if it, if it seemed to be petty and like social and not like physical or like very dangerous. And again, you were the one doing it, not the other roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. And I heard your perspective on this person. I clearly knew you didn't like them. I don't think I would go out of my way to make their life a living hell. That it takes a lot of effort and a lot of negativity. So I find them very guilty too of just like, why?
1: Yeah. What I wouldn't give to be able to inhabit the body of baby 18 year old Effie (laughs) the first time charity's new roommates confront her and go, hold on, I just need two minutes of your time. Yep. Just hold on, hold on. I need two minutes. And I would like to tell you. That charity brought an unhoused person into our apartment mm-hmm. to do drugs, left the deadbolt open all semester, caused me to have an allergy attack where I had to go to the hospital and repeatedly ate my food all semester long and caused us to have cockroaches and mice. Would you like to continue bullying me <laughs> or would you like the receipts? Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I, I just have to assume that these sane women would have been like, oh, that's not the story. For I sure. got. Which,
0: Which is- uh, they can't be the story they got. Right, like char- charity is not like. There's no yeah, way she's not like, not like. Oh my god, guess what I did? I like hooked up with a high homeless man in my apartment that was unlocked. Yeah, exactly. She's not giving the side of. She's not giving the full truth.
1: Yeah, she's not giving the. She's truth.
0: painting it to like benefit her in a way that encourages these people to these strangers to bully another stranger.
1: If you had to guess, <gasps> your, so your charity, okay. you've moved in with your nor- new roommates. Hi everyone. What do you tell them about Effie and the girls?
0: I would based on what we've heard, I would be like these girls were so uptight. They mm-hmm. they were like oh they God. never went out, they never had fun. They didn't care about being social at school. Mm-hmm. They old they love staying in their their dorms. Um they don't know anyone. Like I'm so glad to be with you guys cuz you guys seem cooler.
1: Wow. And then I'd be like
0: and this is what ha- this these are the finer details that would encourage them to to bully, right? Cuz Because there is, we've talked about this, there's different camps of people, people that dive headfirst into partying, for better or worse. Yeah. It's a social part of college, but it's not the end-all be-all. And then there are people that are just not as interested in that. And I found sometimes people have passed judgment between one or the other. The people that stayed in thought the partiers were reckless and didn't care about academics. At BC, that wasn't the case. Some of the hardest partiers I knew were top of their class. I think they were letting out steam. And then vice versa, when we had like nights on the Heights that were like catering to people that were sober and staying in, sometimes people would be like, why would they ever do that? And it's like, who cares? Like, just do you. Um, I think that's probably how Charity approached it.
1: I think you're right. And even just hearing you say that made me sweat yeah. with anger. Yeah, I think she's
0: a man, kind of a manipulator. Um, I think her, her behavior has exhibited it. It's been very extreme. Um, and if her behavior is that extreme, I bet she's very choice with her words and is probably very good with convincing people to side with her. Um, But I love, you ask, like, give me two minutes to explain. But that takes courage to do in the moment, especially if you're being attacked, like, by three other people. But, you know, as a 30-year-old, if someone were to approach me about, we'll say, like, a roommate I've had in LA that they might have an opinion about me on, I'd be like, okay, fair enough. You've heard one side of the story. Sit down right now and let me tell you mine. Because I don't choose to act like this with people. I'm not that type of a person. Um, and if you're going to have, if you're going to like bring us into petty crimes court, you're going to hear the full story before you make a verdict.
1: Ding, ding. Yeah.
0: But that's hard to do when you're a child.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, Effie, we feel for you. Charity, I hope you've grown out of this. Um, unnamed other ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like you've probably just grown into fabulous yeah. women and you pr- probably don't even think about yeah, this. I bet
0: too that I bet charity, because no one seemed to have course corrector her here, course corrected her here. I bet they've probably across their four whatever years saw charity's true colors. That Those are really like vibrant colors to not like be witness to, you know, unless charity completely had a 180 with this experience, which would be great if she did. It would be great. Yeah.
1: Um, I feel like this crime had enough criminal in it that we'll just skip criminal or minimal today. Sure. Maybe we'll do some on the Instagram. But Effie, thank you so much for writing this in. Again, we're in Effie Stan. Good luck, Effie. Good luck. <laughs> Bye, everybody.